Hi everyone. Sorry there haven't been any uh, episodes recently. I've been uh, struggling mentally. Dang. Um, but uh, I have some good episodes in the can, but I think it's going to be another week before I'm able to get them out. And I thought I'd give you a quote-unquote Patreon exclusive episode from behind the payroll to tide you over. This is The Lost Nathan Fielder episode. Enjoy! I do want to say that I think you should watch Nathan for you before you listen to the episode, so uh, it'll only take you like 12 hours, uh, but uh, listen at your own risk, I guess. Okay, thanks, bye. Welcome to Fixation Vacation. <laughs> the Fixation Station Patreon exclusive bonus podcast. This is not a typical episode of these, which, I mean, there have been three episodes, I can't really say that, but uh, this will be me talking to Davide about Nathan Fielder. And I just want to say there's like a lot of spoilers for Nathan for you, and I I really like Nathan for you, so go watch that first. <laughs> okay. Have have a great day. Here, here's the show. Poop is a natural way to transition to Nathan Fielder. Oh wow, yeah. Look at that. Yeah, I'm very familiar with Nathan Fielder's work. But the first sketch in Nathan for you is him making a poop flavored frozen yogurt. Yeah, is that actually the first one? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Producer, fact check that for me. I will. This is producer Ariel from the future. And yes, past Ariel was right. That was the first business helped on Nathan for you. Okay. So for people who don't know, Nathan Fielder had a sketch where he went, the conceit is that he's helping businesses. And I do think he does help the businesses, which is maybe indirectly. Yeah. Not like, not in the way that people think that he does, but like they, I think they're expecting more of a direct comparison. But so he's helping a yogurt shop by designing a poop flavored frozen yogurt that accurately tastes like poop. And I don't know why, but that does not gross me out at all, even though. In a lot of ways, it is grosser. Than that Tim and Eric sketch where fake diarrhea filled up pants. Yeah, Uh, I I think that's a good summary. (laughs) (laughs) And do you remember how you discovered Nathan for you? I actually don't remember how I first came across him. It might have been a friend who just told me about him. And he was on Comedy Central when Comedy Central made shows and also promoted them. It was a glorious (laughs) time back in like 2015 or something. When did it first come out? I think it was earlier than that. I'm Googling. 2018. Wow. Oh, no, that's when it ended. 2013. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I was going to say, that seems very... uh very fresh and i think the lineage between tim and eric and nathan for you is maybe even more direct than the lineage from tom green tim and eric i would say 
there's maybe more things in common between Nathan for you and, and Tom Green in the sense that they're both doing, you know, prank, mm -hmm. prank style. Right. Those. But yeah, in terms of the actual brand of humor. Yeah, I don't know if I would link it directly to Tim and Eric. I'm just realizing now that Tom Green and Nathan are both Canadian. And I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's also that... something. <laughs> what does that mean, though? I don't think that does that. Do you think it's just a coincidence? Or do you think there's something about being Canadian? Yeah, I don't know about that. But actually, there is a more direct link with Tim and Eric because they actually produced Nathan for you. Right. Like with their own production company. So it's Tim and Eric approved, you could say. Right. I also am realizing that I found out about Nathan for you from the best show as well. So listen to the best show. That's what it comes down to. And what is your favorite Nathan for you sketch? It's hard to say because there, yeah, there's a lot of really good ones. Mm-hmm. Why don't we start here? If people are unfamiliar with him, thing you're the most likely to have heard of is dumb Starbucks, right? Would you? Yeah, that's probably the one that got the most amount of publicity. Right. And I, my impression is that Nathan for you is in like conversation with the internet. It's trying to manipulate the internet to a certain extent in a way. Yeah that i don't i think tim and eric was just like on the internet yeah i would i would put it as like tim and eric created their own like alternative universe where all of their you know content can live in because mm -hmm. it almost feels like you're watching tv that comes from a different dimension <laughs> but <laughs> with the nathan for you it's he's still being part of our world right so dumb starbucks for people who don't remember that he was trying to help us a coffee shop other than the coffee shop owner like dropped out at one point and he rebranded it using parody law as dumb starbucks and it went it went very viral people didn't know it was him there were people who legitimately thought it was banksy Just yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> and I <laughs> because like he just put dumb in front of everything and was we're not breaking trademark because this is an art installation and then they eventually got cut down for like health code violations I think. yeah uh, but again he then on the door to the dumb Starbucks location is put the information for the original coffee shop hence helping the original coffee shop the other two big things that I think manipulated the internet was the movement do you want to describe the movement uh sure <laughs> okay so he basically in the movement he's helping out a moving company and his idea is basically to start a health trend a fitness trend that revolves around moving boxes in and out of homes and he wants to promote that workout to people that then actually end up moving helping people move and helping the company get free labor, essentially. And then he hired a gym yeah, rat. Yeah, he did. A what? A gym rat, I said. Yeah, you know, he hired like a spokesperson for this for this movement that actually went on talk shows, you know, real talk shows and real shows promoting this 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 movement. And at the same time, he also made up a whole backstory to behind this spokesperson that was yeah completely made up <laughs> so <laughs> i just remember jungle children <laughs> yeah 
he had a book written so he yeah was, i actually that, bought bought that book yes uh, it's a real book that you can buy did you get a ghost writer uh actually write the whole thing had you have you read it cover to cover <laughs> i have not no. but I, I i'm sure it's worth worth a read yeah at one point <laughs> I find, like, why he was he started a foundation to help jungle children was that was that what was going on i can't even remember and there was of course another element of the fraud is that the the bodybuilder did not get ripped moving boxes <laughs> yeah that. one of the claims that he made was that he never he never went into a gym he mm -hmm. he only moved boxes to get his to get his you know bodybuilder type body yeah and then <laughs> multiple news channels interviewed this gentleman and the other one that i think went viral was the pig saving the goat or the oh yeah the goat saving the pig there was a viral video of a goat saving a pig or a pig saving a goat i cannot remember which one it was and it's a pig rescuing a boat a goat <laughs> not a boat <laughs> uh that it was it was not real but it also went viral and people were like there uh that would also made the news and one yeah. of the funniest clips is like a news anchor not understanding how the pig is saving the goat and like everybody like making fun of him because he doesn't like understand the video but like he yeah. he was right <laughs> yeah yeah because they <laughs> they had to help the pig with like an underwater type of yeah uh, is there what watch watch what yeah honestly don't listen to this podcast watching <laughs> so yeah the internet was like not what i mean it existed but it like i don't think you could stream video on it when tom green was around and i think no. yeah like stuff from tim and eric like influenced the internet but again you've watched it and i haven't but was the internet like a character on Tim and Eric? What do you what do you mean by that? I I guess I'm asserting that the internet is kind of a character on Nathan for you. A lot of not all of the pranks, or not even maybe the majority, but there is Nathan Fielder is making fun of the internet in a lot mm. of his clips. I think yeah, he's yeah, he, he's exploiting kind of how quickly you know dumb things go viral i guess right and actually making dumb things go viral himself so it's kind of a troll in that sense right and how gullible we have all become yeah that too yeah that we were all like oh there's like when dumb starbucks came out, a lot of people went to that genuinely thinking this is like an art installation that is saying something about the <laughs> and i guess I mean, it did because people had that reaction. It wasn't making it, yes, a deep statement. The deep statement was the fact that people were like, oh, this thing is called dumb Starbucks. What, like, we have to find the deep statement, right? And that's yeah. dumb. <laughs> um, so, but do you have any, I'm not going to watch any clips because I've seen them all multiple times. Do you have any like favorite bits of his? Yeah, I mean, I don't really have favorite bits. I mean, we like the ones that we mentioned, you know, are some of my favorites, but there's there is one moment that that sticks out the most. That's when he is he's talking to a gas station owner. Mm -hmm. And uh 
And I don't know how it, it kind of comes up in the conversation that he has he has a nephew who's a who's a you know a young child and shows him a, a picture of his nephew and somehow uh, this person ends up revealing that he does he say that he he drinks his nephew's urine to prevent illness <laughs> or something along those lines yeah. and i mean that's very funny because a lot of the nathan for you stuff is like very manufactured but there's no way that like or like not manufactured these people's real reactions but he went in expecting those reactions but he didn't expect this random guy to just start talking to him about drinking your yeah and it's also one of those things that's so over the top that you know at least for me it left me wondering was it actually staged or was it just an organic moment in the show and I think there's a lot of things like that where the line between something being kind of prepared and written versus something being spontaneous mm. it's a very blurred line in Nathan for you which I think mm-hmm. uh, yeah kind of adds a layer of mystery around it absolutely I'm trying to remember what the context was was that the time when he did the the scavenger hunt that was the like the rebate Yes, was that yeah. why? Okay. Yeah, he was the owner of the gas station. Okay, yeah. so he was helping him make more money. Be, because what he was doing was they were offering gas at a, a really low rate, but they weren't actually offering it. They were offering a rebate. And then in order to get the rebate, you had to go on this adventure. Yeah, in, in order to actually get the rebate form, you had to basically go on a, a two-day hike somewhere like in the middle of nature but the thing is and i don't know if he was necessarily i i think that's that prank is strangely sweet as well because i mean i think most people were just like oh then never mind but some people were like yeah i will go on an overnight yeah some people actually went yeah even though they were you know frustrated yeah. By by Nathan like dragging it out. There were some really, you know, nice genuine moments like when they had a there there's a scene where they're having a campfire. They're around a campfire in the evening and like singing songs and one of them talks about how he lost the you know, the love of his life or, or something like right. that. So people started actually opening up yeah it sort of seemed like the people who were willing to go to those lengths were maybe the tiniest bit lonely and that they like found each other on this journey to get a gas rebate are any other moments coming to mind uh well there was like the very last episode which is kind of like its own like standalone movie documentary mm-hmm. um finding francis i think that's what it's called where basically he helped this man <laughs> this bill gates <laughs> yeah this man who happens to be a bill gates impersonator uh find his long lost love francis. He, was on, he was on the show beforehand right the, yeah what? he did yeah what he was appeared the- in a in a previous uh, episode uh, as a Bill Gates impersonator. 
what, I, think, what was, I can't remember why he was there. I think it's the one where they pretend like they're shooting a movie. And so they hired a Bill Gates impersonator to play Bill Gates. Okay. <laughs> what I don't remember why at all. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, that, that's how he was first introduced to the show as just a Bill Gates impersonator who mm-hmm. actually didn't, didn't sound at all like Bill Gates. <laughs> <laughs> or look like Bill Gates. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, it turns out that he had this interesting backstory of losing the love of his life. The one that got and, away. Uh, yeah, years ago. And so mm-hmm. uh, Nathan dedicates his series finale to actually helping him find find this woman. Right. But there's also, also develops a financial relationship with an escort, but I can't remember the details. I feel bad. Do, do, do you remember <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think that was that just kind of tied into the theme of like looking for love. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, on the one hand, you had this Bill Gates impersonator looking for his love. And you also had Nathan hiring an escort escort to have like the girlfriend experience. Right. But also trying to make it into, you know, more of an emotional relationship. Right. And it's very it's a very poignant point. poignant series finale i would say yeah i don't know it was was really beautiful to watch actually yeah and i don't want i don't want to spoil (laughs) and and, uh would you say you were as interested in evangelicalizing proselytizing Uh, as (laughs) yeah i was pretty excited about nathan for you and yeah, I think he's a bit easier to get into because, you know, his humor is a lot more subtle. It's not really about shocking. It's more about awkwardness and, you know, cringe moments. Right. And those are, you could say that they're, you know, universally funny, like someone, you know, right. putting people um, yeah. in a uncomfortable situation. I mean, that's, I think we haven't really, like, t- talked about how, like, deadpan and like again low status he the character he plays is because like I think a lot of prank shows they're in a lot of ways he's probably the meanest of the three yeah some of his pranks are pretty mean (laughs) but like but he the character he plays is such a loser (laughs) that you know it doesn't feel mean you're just like ultimately the joke is on him in yeah. a way even though it, it's not yeah um interesting point as well because he he's technically playing himself mm-hmm. like he's not officially doing a character but right you know i would imagine that his real self is actually you know a nice well-adjusted <laughs> person at least that's what he sounds like on interviews where he's not on right character yeah I'm sure, for example, like, I don't think the, the Nathan he plays on the show, I don't think it's having a lot of sex. I, I do think the real Nathan Fielder fucks like, like 100%. Would you agree? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's not really something I've put a lot of thought into. <laughs> but sure. <laughs> 
I've maybe put more thought into it. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but no, yeah, I think I think he is probably a, a fairly normal guy in real life, but the character he plays is very like low status. So even when he's being like like objectively mean, you're just like, oh, but he's a loser, so it can't be that. <laughs> yeah. And in most cases, it serves the purpose of bringing out genuine reactions out of out of people yeah oh it's i mean it's incredibly intentional it's not like but i do genuinely miss the show and honestly i'm sure he's like interested in doing like other things now i mean based based on the fact that he wants to do he is doing other things i assume that's what he wants to do but honestly i would be happier if he just like made 70 series like if every year we just got a new season of that show i, I fucking i loved it i, I don't know i think I don't know if it could go on indefinitely. I think at some point you kind of start to run out of pranks and, and things to do. Yeah. I mean, I will say like there are genuinely times and he's, I, I don't think he's the only one who's attempted to do this, but he's the only one who's successfully done this to me. If that makes sense. Where like there would genuinely be like things that are viral on the internet and I'll be like, did, did Nathan <laughs> do this? And he, he's definitely not the only person who, like, he, I mean, he's not the only troll, right? Like, yeah, like it's either like, Nathan or Banksy. <laughs> Nathan or Banksy. But, I mean, like, I think that's what offends me so, so much when, like, people are, like, because when people are, like, really good at trolling, it is incredibly funny. But it really yeah. frustrates me. That's what frustrates me about most trolls is that they're, like, bad at it. Hmm. Are you talking about, like, professional comedians or just like internet trolls i'm talking mostly about internet (laughs) trolls okay like what like there's like this genre of like tweet that will go viral and like the person will just have said something like terrible like a mother went viral and i don't even think she went viral because i don't think she got ten thousand likes but she got a lot of quote retweets where she was like i'm doing this thing where like every time my kid doesn't eat his vegetables i like burn a pokemon one of his pokemon cards and people were like um you're like gonna give your kid an eating disorder like what are you doing and then it turned out she had been like i'm just gonna go viral and then she like had tweeted that but it's like i don't know what that says about like you're like, I said something fucking terrible. Like I, I, t- I told the world I was abusing my child. And then they were like, oh, that's child abuse. <laughs> like, I don't know what, like, I don't. And somehow that proves that the internet is dumb and you're smart. Like, I don't, I don't think that there's no artistry to that, you know? But th- was she claiming, you know, like a higher purpose behind this? I mean, just to go viral, I guess. <laughs> I think the claim is that like the internet I I don't even know I don't even know what higher purpose it's supposed to serve I guess to go viral and going viral and I also like to go viral so I don't necessarily think that's like an unrelatable thing to want to do but I yeah I think people aren't (laughs) gonna follow you (laughs) like people aren't gonna be like oh this lady lied about abusing her child let me like um let me follow her now like I don't understand yeah it's not like you're you're going viral because of a cute 
you know song that you made and then people are like oh i guess you're funny right or like i mean she didn't make the news it was it's not like a a pig saving a goat (laughs) what i'm saying like i i feel like they i feel like they like seen like people like nathan fielder like play a genuine prank where like people on the news are like this pig is a hero pig but and they're like oh so the point is to get people to believe something even for like a second that is not true but that's not that's not the point right yeah it reminds me a bit of the the whole balloon boy story (laughs) yes where you describe the balloon boys (laughs) okay so you, you had this family that mm-hmm. owned a, a weather balloon yes which is yeah just like a small inflatable thing like uh what do you call the the big ones a hot air balloon yeah like a, it, it's like a little hot air balloon <laughs> <laughs> forgot that word so yeah this family had a, a a young boy that supposedly climbed on this balloon and then flew away and uh, yeah and then the family like their parents called the fire department and everything and the media got involved because you know it was such a crazy story because they right. believed that you know their son was actually flying in the sky and yeah potentially risking his life and you know they went on on the news and everything mm-hmm. and, you know after this happened but yeah, it turns out that their son wasn't actually in the balloon. And later on, it was revealed that they actually staged the whole thing just to get media attention. Mm-hmm. So exactly. in a way, they they kind of trolled the media and the internet. But right. uh, they also broke the law. So <laughs> that's one right. of the it's also main like, differences. I think... I think- I this is actually I think you're right that there's a good comparison and I think this is why I don't think it's good trolling because like they're claiming that they're making fun of the internet but what they're really doing is what everybody on the internet is also trying to do which is to become famous right yeah I don't think they actually wanted to troll the internet I think that this this is an example of something that you know Nathan Fielder was satirizing right yeah no okay i agree but what i'm saying is the people that i was talking about the people who okay who think of themselves as trolls are also not trolls they're the balloon boys parents they just want to become famous but they're pretending that they're better than everybody else on the internet because they're trolling but in fact they're the same or arguably worse because (laughs) (laughs) i think it's different to want to go viral because you told a funny joke or like you exceeded in whatever your like i'm on comedy twitter so like i'm thinking of jokes but like if you write a song and that goes viral like that's i think that is a more that is a better use of your time than to want to go viral for the sake of going viral because you claim you burned your kids pokemon cards yeah. And I think those people think they're Nathan Fielder, but they're actually balloon parents. Okay. This is my, my thesis. We've been talking for two hours. 
anyway, I think we should probably wrap it up. Any final thoughts? Any any new observations about any of the people? You know, just that they're a big part of my personal comedy mm-hmm. history. Yeah. Right. Do you think you would have gone into comedy without them? Um, it can be different for each person too. I mean, probably, but right. you know, <laughs> I mean, it, it's a, <laughs> it's hard to say what comedy would, would look like without these influences. Yeah. I think it's also interesting. There seems to be with these three influences, like there's an inverse relationship to how influential they were on the culture with how influential they were to me because obviously Nathan Fielder is the most influential to me but I think he had like way less of an impact than Tom Green and less of an impact than Tim and Eric or would you agree yeah Yeah, I agree I agree with that okay I mean I I do think that uh, Nathan Fielder did you know did do some things differently uh, right but it wasn't like a a completely new thing that he was doing right yeah. Who do you think influences your humor the most? Probably Tim and Eric. Okay. Yeah. Can I reference a specific video that you've made? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember what it's called. The squirrel video? Yeah. Yeah. I can really, squirrel really. Boy. S- squirrel boy. I can really see the Tim and Eric influence in that. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was uh, definitely a, a direct inspiration from from Tim and Eric and you and your your brother made that together right yeah we sometimes make videos together and he also liked all of these three people or uh yeah I mean he wasn't that much into Tom Green I think just because he was he was too young when I when I was really into him but yeah definitely Tim and Eric and Nathan Fielder he's also a big fan of okay I don't have any siblings, but I still think it's weird when people get along. With when people what? Get along with it. I'm slightly exaggerating, but what's it like work with your brother? Yeah, it's really nice. We don't really do, you know, like business projects together. So it's, we just, we mostly just make stuff for fun. And yeah. Yeah. It's pretty easy to, to work with them, I find, because yeah, we agree on on most things when it comes to comedy and what's funny and not so we build on each other quite uh naturally Mm -hmm. okay (laughs) why that sounded judgmental i think it's great and i also like your brother so i'm sure he's listening and thank you i don't know (laughs) shout out (laughs) shout out to alessio Shout out. Watch watch the squirrel video. Um, we'll link to it in the show notes. If that is that okay? Sure, yeah, of course. Okay, yeah, okay. So where can people find you, Davide? You know, I'm not that present on the internet, but I'll just share my my YouTube channel. Okay. Just uh search for my name, Davide Dispensa. Should be the first result. And I very occasionally post videos on there, but maybe I'll do that more frequently soon if everybody listening to this follows him i have literally no idea how many people that will be because i've never published this uh podcast yet but maybe there'll be some also do you want to promote fiverr yeah sure why not so i'm a 
I'm a Fiverr seller. I offer video production services and you can find me at fiverr.com slash Davide Dispensa. So that's just my name without any dots or anything. And you mostly work as like a pitchman, right? Well, I work both as a spokesperson, like a video spokesperson, where I'm mm -hmm. actually presenting the service in the video, but I also offer other types of ads and explainer videos that have different formats. So it's not mandatory to use my image <laughs> in your videos. Okay, well, hire Davide. And yeah, thank, thank you all for, for listening. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you for coming. Been great. Yeah, this has been really fun. Thank you for talking to me for two hours. I really appreciate it.